times I've questioned certain circumstances and things I could not understand. Thank you for being with us, Greg Davis. Here it is, Priority Talk Radio, 101.1 FM, WXJC Radio. And uh, we are um, welcoming into the show Craig Monger with 1819news.com. You guys know a great uh, newer news resource here in the state of Alabama. If you're not frequenting 1819news.com, you're really missing out uh, on great coverage of what's happening uh, here across the state of Alabama and beyond, but uh, focusing on Alabama. Craig uh, has done a fantastic job, it appears, on uncovering some um, some issues that I believe will concern many of us in this state, in particular many parents. Uh, Craig, welcome to the show. Uh, good to have you with us. I hate we have to talk about this stuff, but thank you for the work you've done. Uh, no problem, Greg. Thanks for having me. All right, so this uh, article posted on uh, Saturday, and uh, tell us how you led up to this, uh, finding about uh, the Alabama Campaign for Adolescent Sexual Health and then the connection between uh, two high-ranking Alabama government officials. Absolutely. Well, I, I honestly can't remember the exact avenue that I took to, to arrive at the campaign. Uh, I was doing some coverage on uh, Scott Stanhagen's bill uh, regarding what can and cannot be taught uh, in, in K-5 through uh, K schools. So right. It was sort of touted during the session as a... As, a, as the Florida bill. Yep. And I was doing some coverage on that, on what exactly is age-appropriate, and I, through hook or crook, I ended up on this website and looked through some of the resources, and then I looked through the board members, and I noticed that um, sitting on the board in an ex-officio capacity uh, were dar- uh, excuse me, Dr. Eric Mackey, uh, the superintendent from the State Board of Education, along with uh, Scott Harris from the Alabama Department of Public Health and Nancy Buckner with the Alabama Department of Human Resources, all three sitting there uh, ex officio. And I was able to look through their uh, legislative priorities, all kinds of uh, content that they had about what they do, and it was thoroughly in line with the sort of mainstream comprehensive sexual education uh, very supportive of trans youth and and their medical, uh, chemical, and surgical transitioning. Uh, also, they they vehemently opposed uh, educators being compelled to uh, inform parents if their children came out to them as quote uh, gender nonconforming, and the. Uh, and that sort of just led to a tremendous amount of other resources that were involved, uh, some of which we shared on the on the, the article itself. One specifically from a place called Amaze, which uh, was touted by the campaign and by Amaze themselves as being for uh, children ages 10 through 14. And the cartoon uh, scenarios that they played out right. uh, varied and varied in subject, and none of which were were very pleasant. <clears throat> Well, you're right, and uh, this is the kind of stuff we've seen before. I may even play some of these videos and stuff after uh, we finish together just so the uh, listeners can hear some of the nonsense. But, uh, look, just uh, if you're out there, just take our word. Anything you've heard coming out of California, Massachusetts, uh, Illinois, these very liberal states where you say, oh, man, look what they're doing, I've been telling you that it's going on here as well. And here's proof of the pudding of it, and then to find out that we've got uh, three Alabama officials, uh, government officials, sitting on this organization's board uh, is even more shocking. Now, Craig, here's some of my uh, questions 
Um, now, one of them has been taken down already. Is that correct? Oh, yes. Uh, Dr. Mackey has since been taken down off the list of board members for the campaign. Okay. Why, why, when did that happen, and why, what do you think happened? Oh, uh, well, I don't know exactly when. It was certainly since Saturday yeah. um, when the when the story broke. I uh, there, there's plenty of there's software I can use to find out exactly when that was changed, yeah. and I will that will be in a forthcoming article, I assure you. And as far as the motivation, I have as of uh, right now not received a uh, a phone call from Dr. Eric Mackey, despite about two weeks of attempts, uh, which is more time than I would give any other source. I, right. I, I desperately wanted to get this, get him on record, and I have not yet been able to. So you've been, work, have, so you've been working on this for a while. You've been working for a while. This isn't something that just showed up on Friday. Oh, correct, yes. I, I, I tried my darndest to make sure I did my, I, I covered all my bases, I had my bona fides, and, and I wasn't going out here half-cocked. Right. So, uh, Dr. Eric Mackey, the uh, State Board of Education Superintendent, he's now, his picture has been removed, uh, but Scott Harris is uh, still there, as is Nancy Buckner. Now, uh, Craig Monger, 1819 News, with us. Craig, I, I, I wonder why they're ex officio on there. That, that must mean that there's a partnership between the state of Alabama and this Alabama campaign for adolescent sexual health. There's got to be an official partnership there likely money being exchanged for them to be ex officio on the board would would that assumption be right you think um it's it's still sort of a giant question mark here because while i haven't talked to dr Mackey, i have talked to the vice president of the state boe uh wayne reynolds and he called me saturday evening somewhat angry uh somewhat irate uh displeased to say the least uh, you know, he was replete with uh, ideas of what I could have done better in my work, et cetera, et cetera. But his claim is that Dr. Mackey had no idea that this organization existed, much less that he sat on the board in an ex officio capacity, mm-hmm. which I cannot say definitively yeah. is not true. As I, I can say that I have uh, IRS documentation of the 501c3. Uh, dating at least back to 2016, where he is listed as a board member. So, as a as a board member of a 501c3, you have certain legal obligations and legal privileges, and you also have liabilities. Uh, there are certain things that you have to do to maintain the integrity of a 501c3, a nonprofit. So, sure. to say that that you had no idea that that this organization existed, much less that you were placed on the board without being in any way informed, no email, no text, no call. It's somewhat specious to me, and I'm sure it would be to other people. Yeah. Now, what about uh, what about Alabama Department of Public Health Scott Harris? Have you heard from him? Uh, I have not. He, he got sufficient time through his people uh, to give a response, and I was told that he wouldn't be able to respond until... Uh, the end of this week, uh, so he was given uh, he was given sufficient time as well. I still intend and hope to talk to him about it. Uh, where the Alabama Department of Public Health differs is that in their teen pregnancy prevention like subsection, uh, they out and out state that they partner with the Alabama campaign to prevent teen pregnancy. So 
where, where with the Board of Education you have the, at least Dr. Reynolds claiming that there's no association, no partnership, no real knowledge of their existence. That is not the case with the Alabama Department of Public Health. All right. And what about Nancy Buckner uh, with Human Resources? Uh, that I have not received any communication from her either. Uh, I, th- and again, that's one where the partnership is is much clearer. Like it's the the partnership with the State Board of Education was more implied in their community reports or their their annual reports, the campaigns reports. They said we partnered with the Alabama State Board of Education, and uh, whereas with the DHR, it is out and out listed in their partnership page that they they partner with DHR. And so that's, again, uh, as I've said before, this is not going to be the only article I do on this campaign. This was just sort of an initial one. Uh, There's going to be further developments, further digging, further investigation into the extent of the partnership with this campaign with our state offices. Yeah. I'm also interested in... uh you listed in the in here. I went and checked out all the websites and did all you know. Tried to do some of my own research as well. Um, of course, uh, you were talking about uh, DHR being listed as a partner, but also Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Alabama and others. Um, but I would be interested to know about Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Alabama as well. Um, I would imagine um, there would be board members and uh, and and people that may not would approve of uh, some of these uh, causes. Um, I mean, th- these guys are, are partnered up. They're linked up. This Alabama campaign for adolescent sexual health with all of these very left-wing outside groups who provide these different resources um, for age-appropriate sexual education. And I can promise you, what they think is age-appropriate, you don't think is age-appropriate. I can promise you, nor appropriate at all. And so, uh, you know, they tout, uh, as you said, that teachers shouldn't have to. Uh, let parents know if a kid is, uh, they they suspect a kid is struggling with uh, gender dysphoria and issues like that. Um, they are all for, uh, you know, chemicals and um, hormone blockers and puberty and cross-sex, you know, they're just one of those groups that we see and think that this is going on other places. And I've been telling you, it's going on here as well. It just hadn't been brought to light yet. And Craig Monger and 1819 News appear, apparently have brought this to light at least to some extent. We'll find out um, you know, where they come from, but I would encourage everybody to check it out at 1819news.com. You'll see the article um, very prominently. You won't have any problem finding it. Click through some of these links. Go do some of your own research. I may play some of them myself. Um, they are training um, individuals across the state. Are, the, are they also, Craig, could you tell, are they, are they providing, it looked to me like they're providing continuing education and training for our teachers, is that what you saw as well? Yes, they 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 have that available. I will say just again to keep to keep make sure I'm not uh, I'm not involved in any conjecture here. Uh, due to the fact that I haven't been uh, contacted by uh, various members of the board and, and certain other uh, certain other members, I cannot say that these resources are being used in any school currently. I cannot say definitively one way or another. But they certainly have, uh, they're certainly available to the teachers and, and could be used. Correct. They have they have their own specified training specifically for educators that they produce themselves and the resources that are to different places like Amaze would be ready, readily available to them as well. Yeah, and this is crazy left-wing uh, Biden 
administration, gender, sexuality, targeting our kids, sexualizing our kids. Don't think it's anything less than that. This is everything that you could have imagined it is. That's who these folks are partnered up with, and they've got, or at least they think, they've got some kind of connection, uh, official connection to the state uh, state of Alabama, putting these members on there as ex-officio. I mean, look, Craig, to me, I, you know, I've, I've led nonprofit organizations now for oh, about 30 years, and if someone's on your board ex-officio, uh, that's just not you ask Scott Harris to be on. That that's he's on there because of his position, and that means there is a partnership there, or or that position would not be on the board. Um, and same way with Eric Mackey and Nancy Buckner, they are on there not because of who they are, but because of the position they hold, and the relationship that exists between the nonprofit and the state. There's money, um, there's uh, there's open doors, there's something involved there officially, or they. Unless these people are absolutely frauding that, and it's hard to believe. And I know you don't want to be in conjecture, but I'll give you the last word uh, of what where you think this may all lead to, or, uh, or or what parents need to be most concerned about with this, and what they can do. Uh, yes, well, they can certainly take a uh, an active role in uh, contacting their their school administrators and officials. And, and really finding out what is being taught to their children specifically in this regard. They also need to understand that while they watch this and they find certain things uh, among these resources shocking, they need to understand that this is mainstream. It yeah. is not some fringe cuckoo folks doing some radical thing off in, off in the distance in the ethereal. This is mainstream, comprehensive sexual education that is advocated for by a tremendous amount of uh, United States institutions, including uh, pediatric associations, et cetera, et cetera. So if you think that this is just some crazy, crazy organization doing crazy stuff, you are wrong. This is what academia is producing well, and pushing as absolutely mainstream. Craig, I would say it is crazy left-wing cuckoo, but they've brought it mainstream. You're right. It, it, it is uh, It is what it is. It is crazy left-wing, though. Uh, but but they're not. it's not some just uh, isolated little thing over here to the side that's not really, doesn't really matter. Uh, this is what it is, and I've had teachers tell me all the time they get in these continuing education classes, and it's all about uh, gender and uh, you know male female and they you know and the pronouns and that's what it's all about. Craig, great job, and uh, we'll look forward to having you back on as you as you uncover more or learn more. And if you get any clarification on uh, any of these issues uh, today, tomorrow, over the days, uh, shoot me a message and and give me an update. All right, man, we appreciate it. Absolutely, thank you so much. You have a good one. All right, eighteen nineteen news dot com. Craig Monger, and uh, you want to find this article and read it and follow the links for yourself. We'll be right back. College football is back, and tickets are on sale now to see your UAB Blazers in action at Protective Stadium. Visit UABSports.com to grab your tickets and stay updated on all of the latest information about upcoming games, great promotions, and deals for the whole family. Single-game tickets start at just $20. Grab your seats today at UABSports.com. Don't miss a minute of the action. UAB Blazer football tickets on sale now at UABSports.com. UAB football, win is one. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... Mm-hmm. 
It is Priority Talk. Greg Davis here with you. And I've got to tell you that uh, I, I was first made aware of this article on Saturday. Uh, I, I look at 1819 every day during the week and, uh, and get, get their stuff sent to me. But I, I did have uh, someone in the know send me this article. Uh, I read it. I did a few little click-throughs and saw what I thought I'd see. And I was pretty furious. I mean, this was Saturday, and I was uh, really, really uh, upset, mad, uh, you know, as I get over these kind of issues, the, the sexualization of our children. It's, it's about the most evil, perverted uh, stuff that, can be, that, that we've seen in this nation. I mean, honestly, come on. And... Um, I've cooled off some since then. You know, I saw it. I got mad. I, <laughs> I, I kind of had to back away from it or it was going to just ruin my weekend. Um, although I wasn't surprised. It, it's just when you finally see it in real life and you go, ah, oh, there it is. Connect the dots. Um, but I got to say, after uh, talking with Craig here, I'm getting backfired up again. Uh, I'm trying not to. Y'all help me. Does this make you furious? 205-941-1011. Help me. This uh, campaign for adolescent sexual health, Alabama campaign, uh, they are a group, I'm sure there's more, that are doing this in our state. They're perpetrating this upon our kids and uh, we can't help but think there is some complicity, according to what we see here with our state uh, leaders. Okay, Eric Mackey. He's he's had his name removed, and look, I looked at the page, and he was there, and now he's not there. Okay, Scott Harris, you know, Mr. Mascot, in here in Alabama. Who who had ever heard of this guy? before COVID, you know, like Dr. Fauci. He's like, he's like the, the Dr. Fauci for the state of Alabama. Appointed, not elected, one of these, uh, you know, unelected people who is uh, bringing, in my opinion, great distress upon our state. And then the, uh, the DHR department, all three of them listed and pictured as ex officio now i appreciate craig he's a he's a journalist he's a reporter and he he didn't want to speak out of turn or say anything that he doesn't have you know full documentation or conversations or you know have 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 everything in order i i get that uh, i'm a commentator so while i like to be solid and factual in what i report and know uh, I, I don't mind uh, telling you what I know beyond that. And there's money involved in this. Okay, I, There's no doubt they would not be ex officio on, the, on that board if they were not or their department wasn't somehow 
funneling money to this group. That's how you're, that's how you're ex officio. Because you hold a position that is, uh, is moving funds and they put you on there for proper accountability, whoever's in that position. It didn't have anything to do with them particularly. It's whoever's in that position. I, I guarantee you, Craig and the team at 1819, they're going to keep digging into this and they're going to find the money trail. There, there's some kind of grants. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's federal money. You know, because the federal right now, the Obama administration is all about this. They're all about the sexualization of the children. They're all about changing your kid's gender. It's just, it's what they're about. So there's probably some some um, some federal funds that are coming to the state. And then they're applying and getting a grant, and along with uh, along with getting that money, it, there's probably a requirement that these people uh, serve on the board ex officio. Now, I don't know how active a board member these people may have been. Sometimes these ex officio members uh, they're not they're not super active or involved, you know, in day to day and things like that. But they're the ones that are that are getting them the money. And this group, I've, I've looked at it since Saturday, the Alabama Campaign for Adolescent Sexual Health. Don't, don't you love the way they make that sound? So good. Doesn't it just sound great? Well, who's against sexual health of adolescents? Who would be against that? Well, then you got to go look and see who they are and what they stand for and what they do and who they're partnered with. Uh, you go look at the, uh, the board... I don't, I don't know these people, but uh, you go look in the chair of the board, uh, listed as an HIV slash AIDS advocate. The chair elect is uh, AIDS Alabama South out of Mobile. Um, the treasurer is some kind of like an accountant or something, it looks like. Uh, then you've got uh, somebody, uh, the secretary on the board, is uh, part of the University of Alabama, Birmingham, School of Public Health. Okay? <laughs> I mean, then you got some doctors at UAB. I don't know exactly their field of study, but, um, you know, there's doctors at UAB right now who are uh, running these gender clinics that are giving out um, puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones to underage kids. Uh, then you got uh, somebody from the Gift of Life Foundation. Uh, you got a uh, Huntington College person, a Virginia College of Medicine, another a, a PhD, um, a UAB doctor. Emerge Community Solutions is another one, and somebody from the Focus Program. Uh, big tie-ins here on UAB Center for AIDS Research. And then uh, you keep going, and then there's Nancy Buckner, Commissioner, Alabama Department of Human Resources, and Scott Harris, ex officio, Alabama Department of Public Health. And uh, gone away is Eric Mackey, superintendent of the Alabama School Board. So there, there's a tie-in here with this group. Either that or these folks are in big trouble uh, to me. 
if there's if they can come back and say nope there was nothing here they should sue this group and put them out of business but i don't think that's going to be the case go to their website alabama campaign for adolescent sexual health go to their website you'll see the resources are divided by audience you if you're a student a parent or an educator and then they break it into appropriate age groups one of these is our resources uh, from a group called Amaze, A-M-A-Z-E. You heard Craig mention it. They claim to be for ages 10 to 14. And I'm going to tell you, they've got videos on their uh, on their pages that they link to from, from this Alabama page. They link to. They're in the 1819 News article. You can go read them for yourself. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even feel comfortable reading them on the air. I, I just don't. Well, let me say, here's one of them. I can read this one. What are pronouns? That's one of them. Uh, well, here's another one. Abortion with pills. What is it? That's that's the stuff they're giving 10 to 14-year-olds. Uh, being female, male, transgender, or fluid. That's another one. The others, well, how to be an LGBTQIA plus ally. That's another one. But the rest of them, I can't even. AI plus? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, got, they just keep adding to when, it. When did that get in there? No, it, yeah. Who knows? The rest of the videos, there's many of them. I can't even, uh, I can't even read them on the air. I, I'm, I'm not surprised that 1819 put them in here. I'm glad they did. But I, I bet they had to think long and hard about it. And, and they put up uh, warnings before you get to this. But I went on over to the website and read further about all of this. So, uh, so Mackey got his got his uh, name taken off of it, but hasn't said anything. Scott Harris, you heard, they said he can't respond until the end of the week. <laughs> uh, and then Department of DHR hadn't heard anything out of her either. But you heard him say he had gotten a uh, a call from the associate or what do they call it, assistant director of education, not very happy. But look, just go onto these folks' website and just see what they say. They, uh, you can go back and look at their reports year after year after year after year, and um, they say they had the opportunity to train over 440 individuals, and in, this was in 2021, that they partnered with several state institutions, including the Alabama State Department of Education. I mean, they, they put right in there that they, quote, partnered. And then they also partnered with DHR and the Alabama Association of School Nurses. Although they're not on the board, ex officio, but they partnered with them. That means they're they're teaching their people. They have a, uh, a, pr- a program for teachers, uh, education stuff for teachers, so they can know how to more effectively um, deal with teachers i'm assuming this is stuff that uh well they call it on here professional development okay so it's there um they've got webinars uh, workshops and uh these are typically you know um workshops and you know that you use for professional development to get your ceus those kind of things and and i know that i don't know that they access there specifically but i know that uh, this gender trash teaching training has become very prominent in the uh, in, in the uh, ongoing professional development of uh, of educators. 
you know, now they can access CEU credit in-state, out-of-state. You know, there's a lot of liberty there for teachers to sort of pick and choose, you know, what topics they cover and all those kind of things. You know, they, they, you know, they can go find things that interest them or feel like they need help in. And, I, and I've seen some of it. I've had teachers actually show me. I've had teachers send me clips, audio. And I've been, that's why I've been telling you that this stuff is going on in Alabama. You, you may not think it is, but it is because they're not going to tell you that it's going on. And, uh, and, and you heard this group advocates for not telling a parents. In other words, they get your kid to school. They ask them, uh, now, what, what, what pronoun do you want to go by? And then they start calling, do you have a different name that you prefer? So then they start calling your boy, she, you know, female pronouns or neutral pronouns. And then they start calling them even by a different name, and they don't even tell you as a parent. This is going on, they don't tell you. And they do that under the guise of uh, safety for the child. That, uh, that it may not be well received at home if they found out that this child is confused and this boy wants to actually feels like they want to be a girl, that if we tell the parents that they may get in trouble when they go home or, you know. So that's why they, that's how they justify not telling you as a parent what's going on. Let me just say it again. Do not think for one skinny minute this is not happening in our schools. Okay? Whether it was unofficially or officially, it's happening. Just like we say we don't have CRT in our schools. Well, who knows if we do or don't? I mean, all, all it takes is a teacher in a classroom teaching it. It doesn't have to be part of the curriculum. They just teach it. And they don't even know they're teaching it. It's been so ingrained into, into their uh, mindset and to, their, to the way they see the world, they can't help but teach it. So don't think for a minute this isn't happening and then I think the other part of this, I mentioned in the interview, Blue Cross Blue Shield listed as a partner. What kind of money's flowing there? I mean, guys, this is uh, these kind of groups are just, you know, right above, they're, they're bottom dwellers. And they're right above Planned Parenthood. Just, just barely, though. Just barely right above Planned Parenthood from being all the way on the bottom. Is Blue Cross Blue Shield funneling money to this group? Are your tax dollars going to this group? Go check it out. Look at it, alabamacampaign.org. Find the article on 1819 News. And there's going to be more to come. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what these uh, three officials, how, how they spin this, because this isn't going to go over well, and they know it. How are they going to spin it? Eric Mackey's, apparently they've already put out the word. He didn't know he was on the board and didn't even know this group exists. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how they spin it. But they're not um, not even elected. Where's the accountability? Are they giving this group and their partners access to our kids here in the state? With this sexualization of our children and and helping to fund it sure looks like it to me. All right, I got to take a break. 
Let's get you in on this. 205-941-1011. I bet it's already happening. Some of you out there probably have heard about it, know about it. Let us know. 205-941-1011. Priority Talk. Marketing can be overwhelming. From website changes, PPC, SEO, SEM, branding, social media, brochures, and everything in between. The marketing landscape is vast and full of holes to lose your money. Stop trying to piece your marketing together. Start marketing with purpose. Dot Edison Marketing is your full-service marketing partner. They are your business's outsourced marketing team that will save you time and money, all while building a traditional and digital foundation for your business. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at dotedison.com. This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well-equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630. Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. Are you listening or just joined us? Guess what? It's time to call Greg at 205-941-1011. This is Glenn Coffey, former running back of the Alabama Crimson Tide, and you're listening to Greg Davis on Priority Talk. Yeah, I don't know if this makes anyone else furious or not. Uh, maybe doesn't bother you that um, this group is uh, out here teaching um, all the uh, perverted gender confusion, homosexuality. That's that's what they're advocating for. They talk about teen pregnancy a lot, okay. But um, you know, and Alabama does require that you uh, you talk about abstinence. But I tell you, there's some really good programs out there about abstinence. Um, you know, but, but these groups like this, they talk about abstinence, um, about like Planned Parenthood uh, tells you that you don't have to get an abortion. <laughs> and that, that conversation don't last long. Uh, here's a, a link off their website. This is one of the groups that they uh, partner with. Listen to a little bit of this. Uh, this is uh, for youth. Okay. Uh, this is gear, and, and the person giving this information, not quite sure. Uh, you can ask me if it's a boy or a girl, or I, I don't know. Okay, just gonna let you know that uh, right off the top. So just you, you can do your best, uh, best guess as well. Listen. Oh, give me some volume there. Are we on. Here we Today, go. Today, I'm going to be talking about preferred gender. I want to back it up. Here we go. 
Hello, my name is Eli and I use they, them pronouns. Today, I'm going to be talking about preferred gender pronouns, also called PGPs. While there has been a push towards asking, what are your preferred pronouns after meeting someone for the first time, I would also encourage to shorten that question to simply, what pronouns do you use? My chosen pronouns are not something I prefer, such as preferring chocolate to vanilla. Using them is not an option. Pronouns can give indicators of identity, but words in and of themselves, they're not feminine or masculine. This is why when someone asks for yours, avoiding saying feminine pronouns or masculine pronouns is important. Mask and femme describe how you express your gender presentation, certainly, but there are plenty of people who use she pronouns but look mask, and plenty of people who look femme but use they pronouns, and so on and so forth. There are as many genders as there are people in the world, so be sure to give and ask for a pronoun set, such as she, her, hers, or z, here, hers, so that people know exactly which pronoun to use. <laughs> Is anybody else confused? But, Certainly, yeah. But if you start teaching that to a child uh, young... It'll sound like common sense. Yeah, it, well, it, it just becomes part of, yeah. There are as many genders. Did you hear that part? There are as many genders as there are people. Uh, let's see if we can get that. <laughs> there are as many genders as there are people in the world. So be sure to give... Uh, don't overlook that. <laughs> are there enough letters for people in the world? And oh, ask no. for a pronoun set, such as she, her, hers, or z, here, hers, so that people know exactly which pronoun to use. Using someone's pronouns is not only respectable and validating its basic human decency. Using someone's pronouns correctly can be the difference between a good day or a bad dysphoria day, which is when someone may be feeling challenged with one or more gendered aspects of one's body, and which can manifest in different ways for different people. It's important for cis people to normalize asking for pronouns. List it in your bio, put it on your business cards, on your website. This way, it takes the onus off of trans people to self-identify and out themselves and makes it a normal everyday occurrence. Using new pronouns takes practice. So here's a quick and easy way to practice pronouns when you encounter them. Their name is Chris and they went to the store to buy themselves a new shirt. Her name is Miranda and Z went to the store to buy herself a new shirt. Remember, all pronoun sets are valid. Also, this isn't comprehensive. I would encourage you to keep learning. Also keep in mind that you will mess up. Just apologize and keep moving. Let me know if you have any questions. Bye. Yeah, I got plenty of questions. Um, but this is the stuff, look, this is like a video they would show to your kids as part of their training. They, they, they link right off to it off their website. And we've got three Alabama officials, ex officio, Anybody else out there bothered by this? If not, I'm going to move on. I want to hear from you. My goodness. 205-941-1011. It's 6 o'clock. We'll be right back on the other side.
Hey, this is Greg, and ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me. Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. It is Priority Talk, hour number two. It's Greg Davis. I'm here with you today and glad to do so. Beautiful outside, though. I hope you're listening to us with the windows rolled down or outside. Man, what a day. What an evening. My goodness. And here we are stuck inside. Okay, we're talking about uh, this uh, article from 1819 News, broke over the weekend. There's going to be more to come on this. I know State Education Superintendent Eric Mackey, Department of Health's uh, Scott Harris, and uh, also um, uh, Nancy Buckner from the Alabama Department of Human Resources connected to Radical Sexual Education Organization. And so uh, we're exposing this uh, uh, using this. I, I've been talking about it for a while. Now we've got specifics. I'm glad they've done the research on it. Craig Monger, who uh, has been working this story for weeks, was with us last hour. Um, we'll put that available at our podcast if you missed the discussion. There's more to come. He told you exactly what he's uh, reported and exactly what he's documented. I'm sort of filling in some of the stuff that he doesn't say as a reporter and just telling you how it is. And if you don't think this stuff's going on, you are uh, got your head in the sand. All right, 205-941-1011. This stuff ought to make us furious. We should have a righteous anger, a righteous indignation. Evil is what this is, and you have to push back against evil. All right. Kevin's been hanging on. He's up in Coleman. Go ahead, my friend. Greg, first off, how you doing? I appreciate the call. Thank you. First of all, I'd like to say I really appreciate you bringing this to light because, let's face it, I think most people don't hear this stuff 
you don't hear it on the on the news, and then I, I just appreciate you digging it out. Well, eighteen eighteen nineteen news really has done the digging. I, I've known it was going on, but you know, I I I usually speak kind of big picture. It's going on. Then eighteen nineteen, they they've done the digging. Okay, I I I, I got I got that. I appreciate okay. that. Okay, but and, and for me, I mean, the average the average Joe doesn't hear this kind of stuff. No, you're right. On. I mean, we know we know what's going on, and it's very frustrating. I mean, if you think about it, it's like Sodom and Gomorrah, and, and it's very frustrating that that most of America does not want this chaos happening. But you feel very, very uh, uh, un- unable to do anything. I mean, it just gets very frustrated. I mean, I'd like to make a little comment about the Iran, your news, you just had it on there, the, the, the hypocrisy of this administration that they would allow these guys to protest when they, they, they were they're trying to hang everybody that January 6th protest. It's just, it's very frustrating. The whole government that we have right now has lost their way. And, and it just goes to show you that we are definitely in the last days. I, I don't know how else to say it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, you get the government you deserve. And, and that's what we've gotten. Well, you know what? God, God is, he has taken his hands. I think he's judging America by letting us get what we think we want. And, and, and we're going to destroy ourselves. I think you said that. I think you said that very well. And I think that's what Romans chapter one uh, tells us. I sure do. Yep. yep. Thank you, well, Kevin. I appreciate you taking my call. You'd be good. Thank yes, sir. Appreciate Bye. it very much. All right. 205-941-1011. And I know some of you may just be joining us and you're going, what's going on here? Um, 1819 News uncovered this uh, connection uh, from this group, the Alabama Campaign for Adolescent Sexual Health, and then uh, getting in and, you know, just looking at these radical sex ed groups, okay, that we think are doing this all all over the country and not here, and then you find out, you, you get to looking, here's one that's Alabama, and then uh, Craig Monger, as he said in, in his interview with me just about 30 minutes ago, 40 minutes ago, said, um, yeah, I'm looking, and then uh, all of a sudden I see uh, we got three ex-officio board members, state of Alabama department heads, on their board of this nonprofit. And uh, they list partnering with the Alabama State Department of Education. Now, what does that partnership look like? I don't know that we know all exactly yet officially, but I, I believe I believe at the very least it means that they are, we have teachers that are probably going through training that they provide with junk like you just heard me playing last hour. I, I think that's at the least. And then that makes its way into your the classroom. Maybe we've got teachers presenting their material and teaching this in the classroom already. In fact, it's probably happening, whether it's uh, official or not. It's probably happening. And they uh, they partner with this group called Amaze, A-M-A-Z-E, Amaze. This is where they, they link you to quite often uh, for youth, parents, and educators. And there's all kinds of, uh, and they say they do them very well. I mean, this is very well done stuff. 
and they and I've look I've went through some of this stuff with you from other groups um, and they've got uh, lesson plans for the for the teachers sixth grade uh, here here we go I, I, these some of these are zip files I'm not going to download them all on my computer because I'm not sure I don't I don't want to go to jail some of these may be I mean when you start seeing them gender roles gender expectations for sixth graders uh, am who I am seventh grade blue is for boys pink for girls or are they for seventh graders ninth graders sexual orientation behavior identity how I feel what I do and who I am ninth grade understanding gender ninth grade telling your parents I'm transgender I mean this is actually some of the stuff I can read to you and uh, here we go we find out th- these folks are linking us to these pages as their resources and uh, what kind of money is flowing now I would not be surprised at all if they were getting money directly from the federal government okay these groups but is it flowing through to the state and the state taking this money and then passing it along and is that why these officials are on their board ex officio that that's really to me the question uh, these videos are just um, sick they're aimed at children uh, here, here's another I'll let you hear this one is aimed at um, really young children I mean this is very low level almost like preschool type type cartoon listen to this ah, no laugh huh Sheesh. I'm never wearing that jacket again. And I'm throwing out my toy fire truck. What? Why? You don't like them? No, my jacket is really cool. And I love playing with my truck. So what's the problem? When I was wearing it earlier, a bunch of boys made fun of it. Because so it's, a, it's a boy in a pink jacket, okay? And Because it was pink and called me a girl. And when I was playing with my truck, a bunch of girls said I was acting like a boy. Did it feel like they were putting you down? Yeah, sorta. I guess so. Why should it be an insult to call a girl a boy or a boy a girl? Yeah, boys and girls play together all the time. Not like chickens and lizards. Watch it, wise guy. Just kidding, Squeaks. The idea that boys should do certain things and girls should do certain things is really hurtful and dumb. Why shouldn't I play with the truck if I like it? What makes it only a boy's thing to do? Mom told me that there are these things called stereotypes, but I don't know what she means. Well, here she is. A stereotype is the idea boys should all behave the same way, be strong and like to hang out with other boys. And a they picture should like of a boy and um, basically and unclothed. And girls should all be, well, girly. We should like to look pretty and play with dolls and never get dirty. But that's not fair, is it? All boys are not alike, and all girls are not alike. And everyone should be able to do the things they like to do. So the idea that I shouldn't play with a fire truck because I'm a girl is a stereotype about girls? That's right, Kayla. And the idea that I shouldn't wear a pink jacket because I'm a boy is a stereotype about boys? You got it, Keith. But I like playing with my fire truck. I think I might want to be a firefighter when I grow up. 
and I think my pink jacket looks cool. I like dressing up. I know you do, Keith. Stereotypes are often unfair and keep people from being who they really are. They are also really old-fashioned. Today, girls and boys don't have to follow outdated rules from when your grandmom was little. Boy, this is complicated. Us lizards don't have it this tough. What I think mom means is that we should all be able to do the things we like best and be our true selves without having to worry what other people think. Exactly, you two. Makes sense to me. Now I gotta get Koei. So there's a video that's aimed at very young children. Of course, you know, the videos are going to progress from there to, uh, uh, you know, you don't have to be, you know, a male if you don't feel like you're a male. You know, it, it's just, it's a progression. Um, anyway, that, that that's helped kids learn about gender. Okay, that was for parents. So, um... That's one of the videos I could actually play. Most of them I don't even feel comfortable. I couldn't even play them on there, okay, especially as the kids get older. You, you just, you, you'd be embarrassed if I played it. 205-941-1011, do you want answers for this? I mean, uh, based on the phone line, I don't think too many of you are too, too fired up about it. We should be uh, indignant about what's going on in demanding answers, and I'm glad 1819 News is doing that. And uh, we're going to stay on it as well. All right, we'll be right back. Priority Talk. One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205-701-0191. That's 205-701-0191 or visit onepointusa.com. That's the number one pointusa.com. One Point USA. Be secure. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. Are you listening or just joined us? Guess what? It's time to call Greg at 205-941-1011. Hey, this is Ed Newton, a Bible communicator out of Orlando, Florida. Thank you so much for listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis here in Birmingham, Alabama.
Okay, we're back in. Greg Davis here with you. Yeah, just uh, just one topic today, quite honestly. I don't know how to do anything else. Uh, hopefully people are cycling through and hearing this, and you'll go find the article on 1819news.com and read for yourself and follow the links and uh, go read and look and listen and watch the uh, the stuff that I just can't even say on the air or bring out on the air. And then let's find out what's the connection here. Why do we have three Alabama officials ex officio on the board? And uh, what kind of partnership is there with the uh, Alabama, uh, with these boards or with these uh, institutions here in Alabama? Is, is there a, a partnership with the Alabama State Board of Education? Is there one with the Department of Public Health, DHR? Do, do, are these, do we have a partnership with this radical sexualize your children group? And people wonder why our legislators felt the need to pass a law banning this kind of stuff in K through 5. Should have been K through 12. And I'm telling you no lie. Bobby Singleton, the leader of the Democrats in the Senate, he literally stood on the chambers of the Senate floor when they were trying to do this and said, you guys messed up. K through 5, you messed up. You left out pre-K. We can teach to pre-K, and then we'll have to stop and then start back in sixth grade. I I heard him say it with my own ears. Pre-K. All right. Paula is in Coleman. We're going to let her have her say so here on it. Hey, Paula. Hello. Let me say, thank you so much for being there. Thank you so much for the calling and the great job you do. And how informed you keep us everyday people. I'm just a regular person. I'm just a regular me, a regular grandmother. But I'm telling you, just enough that I have heard you say today sets my feet of fire. And there may be a whole lot of people out there like me that don't know a whole lot that are listening to you and can't all of us get to a phone to call you. Please remember, somebody told me one time, ain't nobody talking when everybody was gathered around the table eating because it was so good they were chewing. <laughs> Sometimes we're just chewing, brother, what you're saying, and we're listening and digesting such great information you give us. Please remember that. I got but you. I am totally with you 100%. I did not know what's going on with them, but I am appalled at everything that you have had to say today, that even we are slightly, in any form, shape, or fashion, connected to such a teaching as this is. And thank you for bringing it to our attention. Thank you for playing those little video things you did, because what it starts out, it starts out like a a good thing. Yes, yes, yes. Well, when the adult comes into the picture, that's when it changes, and yeah. they start planting the seeds in the little minds of the children. You're right. That's what they're doing right that's there. It. So that's thank it. Thank you for helping us understand that. That they started out, the kids started out on a good foot. The adult come along to plant evil in the mind of the innocent with their agenda. So thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, Paul. I hear you. I I, I hear what you're saying. Thank you, Thank ma'am. You. Appreciate Thank the you. phone call. All righty. Thank you. Uh, who we got? Is this Carol? Is that who we got? Curl? Okay, help me out here. All right. Hey, you're on with us. Curl, is that right? This is Curl. All right, go right ahead. Um, I just want to tell you, 
Thank you. I'm at work. I have a hard time hearing everything you're saying, but I am appalled. Like the lady on just before me, I'm appalled at what you're, what they're doing. And for me, I appreciate what you're doing to let us, uh, to inform us. But for me, I'm, I'm reaching out to these children, to these teachers, every chance I get to direct them away from this and, and stand for the principles of God. But I appreciate you. I just wanted you to know, right. yes, I am concerned, and you're not alone. Thank I you. Mean, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Carol. Thank I appreciate it. Much, yep, good call. Right. We do appreciate it. All right. Uh, 205-941-1011. We go to Winston County, and we got Henry with us. Hey, Henry, I'm, I'm going to be in Winston County uh, Sunday, this Sunday. Well, you're going to have a great day, then. I'm coming your way. To the, I'm coming to the free state of. All right. Couldn't wish for a finer day to be here, either. Yeah, I'm looking what, forward to what it. Are you gonna be, what are you going to be doing? Well, I'm, I'll be at a meeting that afternoon with a group of churches up in, I, I'd have to look and see exactly where it's at. I, I, I'd have to look it up. I can't remember, but I know it's a group of well, Winston, it's a group of Winston County churches. Well, when you do, give us a holler so we can hear where you're going to be. Okay. Okay. Call me back later in the week and I'll know. All right. Um, yeah, very informative as always. Um, the funding has to be coming through the NEA or some type of, we're paying for this. I, I don't believe sure. that, although they are one of the richest segments of the population where you, when you follow the money, you find out that the sodomites have the largest amount of money to deal with the politicians. So they, they put a lot of money in there. I also know that, you know, the PPP money, mm-hmm. uh, if you remember, a, a month or so ago, a hundred billion with a B was missing, and they put the uh, uh, they created a new office to investigate. They found out that the unions had gotten this PPP money, and then when the Democrats found out, because it was illegal, the Democrats then made a, a new law saying that it was legal. So a lot of this money that we're seeing, $50, $60 million to elect people as senators and congressmen, is coming from us. We're actually paying for that also. It's coming from our tax dollars yep. through the PV. I'm getting a little off track here, but I was, I, I, I'm saying okay, follow got, the money. Yeah, absolutely. They got a lot of money. Absolutely. They got a lot of money this year, Greg. And, but I also want to say, how can they get away with this? Aren't there any, like, quote, normal people that want the best for each other or not? I know this. God said we would be judged more harshly than Sodom and Gomorrah. Now I know why. Because we're supposed to know better. It's as simple as that. I, I, understood, I thought this was possible, but now I see... It happening before our very eyes and ears. And now I understand the Bible verses where it says that we would be judged more harshly than Sodom. And that's because we simply should know better. Yep, you're right. And, and, and they, yeah, and, but going after the children is what 
Really yep. after the, the children TV. and young children. Hey, Henry, yeah, I got to run. Look, I, I'll be. Uh, it's at. Uh, I'll be at Addison First Baptist. All right. I'm just. Um, I'm really worried the the pedophiles will become normalized. Oh yeah, that's coming. I've been talking about that for ten years. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's the I, that's your minor attracted persons. You can't call them pedophiles. That sounds too bad. Yeah, they're just mad. Minor attracted persons. Henry, I got to go. Thank you for the call. All right, thank you. All right, two zero five nine four one one zero one one. We should be righteously indignant and angry till we get answers.